Do you know who you are? I hope you do. You're royalty. And it's not something to boast about. It's something to take command and to stand firm on. You ain't gonna want to miss this. You're royalty. And I know you've heard that before. That's nothing new. I actually taught on this um, during one of our live Bible studies. And of course, I got some more revelation. So I had to share it. Welcome to Woman 31. If you are new, I welcome you. I thank you so much for um, joining. Don't forget to subscribe. Um, It is in the description. You can subscribe to our mailing list to get updated when we have lives and also um, podcasts or just some information, some prophetic teachings might be in emails, just depends on how the spirit moves. But I encourage you to join that. Woman 31, we are created to help propel Christian women forward in ministry. The rest is in the description box, so I don't have to repeat it. But basically, I want to see you walk in your purpose. I want to see you walk in your assignment. And that is my mission. So without further ado, let's talk about royalty. So like I said, I taught on this um, a few months back in depth in one of our live Bible study teachings. And um, if you don't know, I have a, a, a business podcast, but I like to keep my teachings on podcasts pretty short um, so that you can consume more if you want to. But also, I know everybody's busy. Everybody's attention span is different. So I like to keep the teaching short. I hope this is going to be short. I don't know. But this is actually based off of a show, a mini uh, series that I I recently watched. I'm not going to say the name of it. It's secular. I don't really watch a lot of television. Um, I literally have to make an appointment and to put it down to watch something. But I said, you know what? Let me watch this, um, this drama series. I really don't care for drama series too much, but I I said, let me just watch it. And man, I binged watched it. It was good. It was really good. I'm gonna lie, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say what it is, but it's definitely um, talks about royalty. Listen, if you're in the Western world, you don't really know what that looks like. You don't know what it looks like to live under a monarch. You don't. You don't. You can't conceptualize that. So um, it's something that has to be taught, and I just want to kind of briefly share the 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 revelation that I received. So. Paul talks about the mystery. There's a mystery that he unveils in Ephesians 3, 6. And that mystery is is essentially Gentiles are also fellow heirs. We're the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ through the gospel. We are fellow heirs with him. 
And what does an heir mean? What does that mean? Um, it, in a royal sense, it's easy to conceptualize. But in a Western world, especially um, in the United States, a lot of people don't receive an inheritance on the physical. So if you are always used to growing up and having to um, really, really, really work hard to build because you didn't have an inheritance left you, it's really hard to understand what that looks like. And so I want to break it down for you. So that way, when you are looking at it from a spiritual sense, you can really understand the essence of kingdom and being kingdom minded. So Lord God, I just thank you. I praise your name. And Lord God, as I minister to the people on this, on this podcast, I ask that you encourage and bless them and that you just pour yourself into them like never before. Jesus name. Amen. So there were three things that this was a mini series. It was literally only mm, five or six episodes. I don't know. But there were so many things that stood out to me, but I realized um, I, I couldn't, it, it's still a lot for me to process and unpack, but I wanted to just to share three main points and then some takeaways. I'm just going to share three main points with you when it comes to royalty, because it's, it's, it's easier to understand that you're an heir with Christ if you can understand royalty on the on the practical side. Um, I just find that some things you can't really understand practically, but there's a lot of things that if we just look at it from a practical lens, it's easier for us to understand it in the spiritual sense. So the main thing that stood out to me, and I'm going to break it down, was the royal position. The royal position. Royalty knows their stance and their position. And as body of as a body of Christ, as the body of Christ, I don't I don't have a lot of edits either, so this is just me. I'm not going to if you if it's a blooper, it's this, this is just me. But um had to share that really quick. But um there, there's a royal position that royalty understands and, 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 and can grasp. And it's passed on generationally. It's their position. And that's what I want to talk about in regards to the three main royal positions. This is this is the, the essence of understanding royalty. Like if you had to understand royalty and you only had a few minutes to really grasp it as a whole, um, I'm going to give you the, the basics. So the first position is they secure a position. They secure their position. What does that mean? In royalty, it's very important. And see, Solomon did this. It wasn't good. But Solomon married a lot of women who worshipped idols. It was to secure 
the position. It was to build alliances. Um, usually, a uh, a royal when 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 they want their 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 uh, daughter or whatever betrothed, they they try to find someone who has royalty in their bloodline, or they'll try to build an alliance with someone else so that they can what secure their position a lot of times royalty will even marry their relatives it is to secure it's all business in royalty like a lot of times they don't even see or know now well now they do but back then they wouldn't even know who they were marrying it was all set up by their by their parents because they wanted to secure position it was all legal it was for a purpose and so when you're looking at it from the lens of the spiritual realm or the body of Christ once you accept Jesus Christ into your life and it's accept him as your Lord and savior and understand that he died for your sins. You have just secured your position in him. It's very important that we understand kingdom. It's, it's fascinating to me. It's, it's very fascinating because it's, it's not even about emotion. There are, there's really, there's little emotions involved. Emotions are good, but we cannot act in our emotions. We all are we all are guilty of doing this too. Everybody has emotions and we have flared ups and then we have to go and tone it down. But for the most part, once you come to, you'll realize how foolish, you know, like, oh my gosh, I was in my emotions. It's very important that we do not allow our emotions to dictate our actions. And so when you are in royalty, you are very um, sounded with your mind. You're, you have a sound mind. Fear is not an option. Why? Because you have a lot of people depending on you. You have to run and manage a kingdom. You don't, you don't have the time to be fearful. You can't be afraid. So if we're the salt and the light of this world, then guess what? There's a lot of people that are looking at you. People in your family that want you to fail or you know who you used to be. People who you might see on the street. There's people that are watching you, waiting for you to fail. And then there are people who are watching you because they look up to you. Securing your position. We did that with Christ Jesus. The next royal position, and this is, I'm giving you practical and then I'm giving you um, natural. I mean, practical and then spiritual. The next royal position is maintaining the position. Maintaining the position. Once you secure the position in royalty, they are all about maintaining it. 
how how do how does the public look make um look at you uh, what you know what kind of um events do you have to attend what do you have to do here what is your role here you have to maintain that position when i was watching the the mini series that was one of the main things they were really trying to um assess the state of the king and they had to kind of cover up some things that he was doing because they wanted to maintain the position because they didn't want to make the the king look like he was unfit to do his job it's all about how we maintain the position you know um, I did a previous uh, podcast well this is my second podcast so the first podcast I did was about being focused and how so many people especially on social media in the body of Christ, especially expose each other in the body of Christ. And it's okay, but when you're building your platform on that, it's detrimental because you're not maintaining the position because it's not about you. It has nothing to do with your emotions. It has to do with the kingdom of God and the body of Christ. And when we do tit for tat publicly on public platforms, you can do tit for tat behind closed doors. When you do tit for tat on public secular platforms, you're not maintaining your position. I need for y'all to share this with somebody. This might bless someone. We have to make, how, how foolish do we look when we're going tit for tat with each other on public platforms that are secular, that ban you, that will flag your, if you talk about the wrong thing, will flag your, your, your posts. We have to maintain our position. You don't really see um, people in witchcraft and doing all that kind of stuff, doing tit for tat publicly. If you do, I don't know anything about it because I don't follow them. But I highly, I mean, they, they have their arguments, you know. But the body of Christ, we should not, it's, 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 it's okay again if, if we're going to, there were a group of men that were rebuking a, 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 a fellow believer of Christ. They were a brother in Christ. And I liked how they did it. They were very, very tasteful because they all came together publicly and they talked about, you know, you were an error brother. I just want to correct you. I really respect that. I really, the way they did it was very tasteful. But for the most part, we don't do that. We need to maintain the position. The third main royal position that I see in royalty is how they carry on the position. What do I, what I mean about being heirs? It's always who is going to be next. It's always about carrying on the bloodline. Are you a person that produces good fruit? Do you have something to carry on for the body of Christ? Are you multiplying or duplicating what the Lord has given you? Or are you burying it and keeping it hot, holding it hostage? Carrying on the position is what it's all about. Because it's about being fruitful and multiplying. And that's how you subdue the earth. It's about being, it has nothing. I'm not, I'm not talking about practical I'm not talking about physically producing babies. I'm talking about when you are birthed with something, God has birthed something in you. Are you holding, holding it hostage? You've secured it through Jesus. You've maintained it with your, with your posture, with 
with your disciplines. You pray, you fast, but are you just holding it hostage or are you birthing it and carrying it forward so that other people can be blessed by you? Not for you, but for God. Are you, point, are you pointing people to him or are you keeping it hostage because of fear, doubt, and unbelief? The three main royal positions that we are to hold Secure a position. You've done that in Jesus Christ. If you haven't, accept him right now as your Lord and Savior. Maintain the position. Maintain it. Flourish it. Read your word. Prayer. Fast when he tells you to. Be the salt and the light. Don't let your, don't let your salt get dull. Don't, don't partake in foolishness. At least not publicly. I mean, we have our outlook. We're all human. But we have to maintain it and then carry on the position. Carry it on. Leave a legacy. Minister to other people. If you're not called to minister, what has God called you to do? What is your assignment? Oh, I don't know what my assignment is. You know what your assignment is. You're just afraid. If you are... In a season where you've been saying you don't know what your assignment is and it's been like over a year or two, you're either distracted and you need to close all of those distractions out so you can hear the voice of the Lord or you're in fear. It doesn't take that long to know what you're called to do unless you're you're young. I, I would say like if you're in your 20s, you're still trying to find yourself. So that's understandable. But when you get to be like in your 30s and stuff, you, you, you need to know who you are. So you can carry on the legacy. So you can minister to those who, you, who you're called to minister to. It might even be at your secular job, not ministering in the sense of, you know, you're preaching. But it could be a lifestyle that you live. You could be mentoring to, to a woman, a young lady. It's, it's so much more. You could be managing your household. For your future children, you know, if you have children, if you don't have children, you could be ministering to other children if that's what God called you to. But don't allow the seed in you to lie dormant. Maybe you're waiting for that cue. But if you're operating in royalty, you're obedient. Once He tells you, you don't have to ask for confirmation. You don't have to wait. Once he says go, go. He may not give you all of it. He may only give you a little of the information you need. Just trust him. Some other things that I discovered when watching this mini series is that there was one particular character and I, I loved how she um, carried herself because she was integral to her friendships but she was about business. She was trying to secure her legacy, but she didn't um, betray her friendship that she had with a royal because the other side wanted certain information that she didn't want to give up. So she, she did it dignity. She did it in a very um, dignified way where she was still blessed. And she, so she was about her business but she remained integral. A lot of people have character flaws. 
in the body of Christ, that's not acceptable. In the world, yeah. But when you, when you operate in royalty in the kingdom, you have to be integral. You have to fact check your character. It's not saying you're going to be perfect, but you have to have integrity. You should have integrity at least. You also want to know who you are in Christ. See, it's easy to quote scriptures and say, I'm a co-heir with Christ. You know, um, I'm royalty. It's easy to quote the scriptures, but if you don't believe what you're quoting, and if you don't know the context first of that, then how are you actually walking it out? Do you know who you are in Christ Jesus? You are fellow heirs. You are partakers of his promise in Christ through the gospel. That's powerful. Remember who you are in Christ. Remember that you're royal, not to be boastful, not to be proud, not to be arrogant. It's for you to understand your assignment for the gospel. Bless you. I pray that this was a blessing. Share it with those people that you feel can be blessed. Till we meet again. Bless you.